Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to the Romans teaching. It's a beautiful Friday morning, May the 11th, 2018, here in Queen City, Texas, uh, right here in my office, and uh, where I can just be kind of comfortable and, and share God's Word with you. We are studying in this teaching session the, the letter written to the Rome, uh, the church in Rome by the Apostle Paul. This is our 13th session, so if you want to uh, watch the other teaching sessions, then make sure you go to my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and you will find not only the rest of the Romans teaching, but the Galatians teaching that's ongoing now. All of our worship services are being uploaded there, so please avail yourself uh, to the YouTube channel. Again, it's Curtis Hutchinson 316. If you are one of those people who want to learn the Word of God as it is written in truth and not opinions and traditions and just what God's Word says in its righteous context, you know. And I like to share that before we really begin and before we get too far into teaching and preaching. And that's this, Proverbs 8 and 8 says, All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. And the only place where righteousness exists is in Christ through what he did at the cross. That's the only place it exists. God doesn't need to be righteous. He, 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 he's holy and perfect. Men have to have the status of righteous to get to heaven. And therefore, God would impute unto us his righteousness through our faith in the sacrifice of Christ, not only to get us in the kingdom and have a status of righteousness, but so the Holy Spirit today can lead us in the path of righteousness and we can have the fruits of righteousness. None of that happens, whether it's initially being born again or daily experiencing the fruit of righteousness without simple, exclusive faith in the sacrifice of Christ. That's why when, when we begin to move away from the cross, we don't even know we do it with our faith and we begin to put it in all these programs and fads and if you'll just do this and do that and taste this and eat that and all these things, we don't know it, but we are seduced and subtly and deceitfully moved away from the only object of faith God has given mankind, and that's the sacrifice for initial salvation and daily salvation. So therefore, all the words of God's mouth, all the Bible, everything God has ever said concerning man in the word of God, all the words he's ever spoken are in righteousness. They are truth. The word of God is truth, but they're in righteousness. And therefore, when we study the word, hear the word preached, we must always see it through the blood. If we don't, we're not seeing it correctly. Jesus said this, you search the scriptures for in them, you think you have life, but they are they which testify of me. The Bible is your Jesus book. He, said, he told them there, he said, but you won't come to me. The only way that we can see the scriptures, number one, to be saved, is if we see them in the light of what Jesus did at Calvary. James 1.18 tells us that, that we were begat of God by the word of truth. Colossians 2.6 says, as we have therefore received the Lord Jesus, then let us walk ye in him. 
so walk ye in him. You, you, the same way you got saved by believing the word as it is in truth concerning Christ is the same way that you're going to live for God or you're not going to live for God. We can beat the air and pretend we're running a race. We can fake it till we make it. Listen, but God's word is truth, but it is in righteousness. That means it all, it's always through Christ. It's not just an initial coming to Christ and, and, and then we have eternal life by the word of God and then it just works, just, it just works, no matter. Nothing doesn't work that way. Jesus taught you must deny yourself, take up your cross daily and follow me if you're going to come after me. So, praise God. We need to always mention that because 99.9 .9 of Christian uh, people today just open the Bible and think, okay, I'm going to do this today. No, you're not. Not unless you see it in the way the Holy Spirit of truth, the comforter, is trying to get you to see it, trying to reveal it. See, the Holy Spirit only reveals truth. He only reveals truth. And Jesus said that would be pertaining to him because he's the truth. Amen. So with the word of God, before it can be the light to our path, the daily bread that we eat, it must be in the context of the man, Jesus Christ, who said, I am the light and I am the bread that came from heaven. You can't just take the Bible and use it for whatever you want to. And we need to say these things quite often because the people of God, I speak from experience, we can just be carried away by the lust of our flesh, wanting something and trying to use God's word to get it instead of hearing what the Holy Spirit is actually saying to us trying to reveal Jesus in us so that he can conform Jesus in us and so that we can see Jesus living through us because any fruit that's are fruits of righteousness is a revealing of Jesus, an expression of Jesus, for he is our righteousness. Praise God. Watch this. We're in chapter 1 today, and I wanted to back up just a second and, and touch on verse 9 where we were last week. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit, the newly created spirit. A lost man can't serve God. Only those who are recreated, those who are uh, born again, those who are saved by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins, the work he did at Calvary, they're born again. They get a new spirit, a new heart. They can serve God only with their spirit. But watch this, in the gospel of his son. Just a reminder confirming what I just said at the onset of this teaching. If there is any service to God, it will be done in the gospel, through the gospel, faith in the cross alone, not faith in words I speak, money I give, prayers, faith in, faith in the sacrifice. We seek God in the scriptures. We find him through the sacrifice. Uh, we never need to forget that. Never forget that your faith must never be in the benefits, but the Christ who died to give you the benefits. You see, it's his faith that we live by, Galatians 2.20. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers 
making request, telling them what he's praying for them, making request, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come to you. The Apostle Paul did not start the church in Rome, but he longs to come to them, to be with them, to fellowship with them. And mainly he's telling them, I am praying at all times without ceasing that God will find some way to get me to you, that I'll have a prosperous journey to come to you by the will of God. Watch. So let's see why. Verse 11 because I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. Watch, let's read it again. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. Now knowing what the Apostle Paul taught and wrote to the churches, we, we've, we, we, we know that this scripture is not used correctly in the church today. You and I cannot impart, we cannot impart a, a gift of the Holy Spirit. So that's, we can't, I can't impart to you the gift of healing. These people running around after I saw a lady one time run to the altar and, 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 a, and she was crying out, I want your mantle, I want your mantle. Uh, the, the anointing that God has given you. So he took his, his suit jacket off and draped it on her and she was just shaking all over. And we play, we really play some silly games in the church today. And, we, and it's because we, we take scriptures like this and, and we turn them and use them out of context. But if we will remember, keep our mind stayed on the Lord that we might have perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on the Lord will have perfect peace. That's scripture in the old covenant. But to have our mind stayed on the Lord and to get perfect peace means our mind is stayed on what he did for us because he loved us through the sacrifice. Hallelujah. Because only through that comes peace. Colossians 1.20 says he made our peace by the blood of his cross. Same reason Jesus taught, take up your cross daily. Your cross is not your sickness or your, 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 your whatever. Your cross is your faith in the cross of Christ. He died for you. You were crucified with him. Think about that. So if we get off track and we, we start wanting a move of God so bad, and we should want a move of God so bad, but we better wait on God. We better learn God's word in truth and let the Holy Spirit impart truth, work truth, reveal truth, move in truth. Because if you're being moved and it's not by truth, it ain't God moving you, my friend. You need to hear that too. If, you're being, if you think you're being moved by God and it's not truth that's moving you, then it's not God. <clears throat> Our minds are so deceitful and so powerful. Man, I have smelt lemon pie when there hadn't been lemon pie for 50 miles near me because I thought about lemon pie. Your mind can make you do things. Your mind can make you believe something that is obviously not true. But your mind, you know, a liar starts believing his own lies. That's why you've got to see the Word of God in its righteous context. That means through the work of Christ on the cross. Or, or, it's, or you're going to start pretending. You're going to start making up denominations. You're going to start uh, um, trying to do everything uh, legalistically. Watch this now. Paul, watch. I love this. If Listen, for those of you who have ears to hear, 
you're going to appreciate what's being taught here. Watch this. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. That is, here he comes to explain himself, that is, see the Holy Spirit has to do this because if he doesn't, guess what happens? We just take this and we run with it like we want to and folks are still doing it today. But Paul says by the unction of the Holy Ghost, that is, let me explain, that is, watch this, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith of you and me. Now see, when you see the word faith, you've got to think about two things. You've got to understand the avenue through which faith comes, and that's by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, the spiritual gift he wants to impart is the word of God that God has given him the revelation of the sacrifice. Do you do know that the apostle Paul is the one God gave the revelation of the cross? What really happened there? The power of the cross. The, that's why the Holy Spirit would say through Paul, it's the preaching of the cross. That's the power of God. Hallelujah. The Bible doesn't say it's the preaching of the resurrection that's the power of God or that you were justified by the resurrection. The Bible says it's the preaching of the cross that's the power of God to us who are saved. Oh, it's foolishness to those who are perishing. Can I tell you today, those who are perishing are those who are not preaching the cross. They're perishing. Why do you want to sit there and listen to them any longer? Because they've been your preacher all your life? Well, don't be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees that wouldn't recognize a move of God when it was taking place. You've got to get up and get out, my friend, or you're just like they were. You're just like they were. You're holding to tradition instead of moving into and on with the truth God is revealing to you today. And if you won't do that, God does not honor, God does not honor you knowing it in your head. And you don't know it in your heart until you get up and get out. There's people who get the truth in their heart, it moves them. It moves them. People who have it in their head will just stay there and keep trying to figure things out and work things out. But people who get the faith, the truth in their heart, they let him begin to work it out. Hallelujah. That's good stuff and that's for you. You're listening to this. That's for you. God knew you'd hear this, and today's the day you're going to have to make that decision. So there's two things we have to know when we see the word faith in the Bible. Really, three. You can't please God without it. It only comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And that it better be the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us that comes, or it's not true biblical faith. Galatians 2.20 says that we live, we now live as children of God, we now live in this flesh body by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That tells me the faith that I live by is the faith that Jesus went to the cross and by grace tasted death for all men. Hebrews 2.9, write it down, go look at it later. Jesus, by, by grace, through faith, gave us this life that we have. Amen. So there's three things we've got to know about faith when we see the word faith in the Bible. Number one, you can't please God without it. Number two, it only comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans 10 and 17. And remember, it must be in righteousness, not just you reading a Bible verse and saying, making up what you want to about it. In righteousness will the Holy Spirit reveal the truth. Watch this. 
He, the Holy Spirit, who speaks truth to you, reveals righteousness. Let's back up and look at that in Proverbs 12 and 17. He that speaks truth shows forth the righteousness of God. But a false witness, deceit. Think about that. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, the spirit of truth, the comforter would come and he would reveal truth to you. He would speak truth to you. He would speak that which is of mine, Jesus said, concerning himself to you. Think about that. And when he, the Holy Spirit, speaks truth, he reveals the righteousness that's in the truth. And therefore, when faith comes, faith overcomes. Faith always overcomes if it's biblical faith. If you're not moving forward, my friend, if, if you're not experiencing, listen, faith, our faith, the faith of Jesus Christ, who died for us by that faith, never fails. That faith will throw the last cigarette butt down. It'll 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 make the it'll make the you throw the last bud dumber bottle in the trash. Man, it'll make you move. Faith will move you to build an ark like it did Noah. Faith will move you. I'm faith moves the people of God. If you're not being moved, your faith is not biblical because it's you trying, you reading it. You have to have the faith that comes by hearing the word of God. That means, you remember what Jesus said, we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That means every word we hear God ministering to us must be in righteousness, and that word, is it must be truth, and truth reveals righteousness. Let me quote it one more time. <coughs> Excuse me. Proverbs 12, 17. He that speaks truth shows forth the righteousness of God. Why? Because the righteousness of God is revealed in the truth, which is the gospel. Amen. So don't ever forget these things that I hope you're taking notes, writing down, praying about, asking the Lord to reveal them to you greatly. So what the apostle Paul here, so let's, let's talk about one more time, three things, even probably more than that, but three things off the top of my head this morning that we always need to remember about faith. You can't please God without it. It only comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And number three, it must be the faith of the Son of God that loved you and gave at the cross himself for you. That faith is the faith we live by. The just shall live by faith, the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. If it's not faith that comes through the faith, if it's not the faith, our faith in the cross, then it's not the faith of the Son of God. You need to understand that. You need to know that. You need to hold to that, cling to that, be determined. That's why Paul said, I'm determined to know nothing among you but Christ and him crucified. Why? Because faith in any other thing makes your faith no longer biblical. And then at that point, you have to start making it, uh, faking it till you make it. You're only beating the air, pretending you only have a form, but you are denying the power of God and don't even know it. That's why preachers and teachers like myself have been raised up in these last days so God can move through these spiritual gifts being imparted, this teaching, and my faith and your faith. Look what Paul said, mutual faith. 
We can be comforted. We're comforted by the scriptures, the Bible says. We're, we can... We can be comforted together by mutual faith, not what your faith. And I, I, I heard a man recently tell a little girl when she asked, where do people go when, when uh, they die? And he said, well, they go to a beautiful place. And she said, well, how do you know that? And he said, because I choose to believe it. It's not about what you just choose to believe. Who told you that? Someone told you that. You need to be aware of that. Someone told you what you're believing. Even if you say, no one told me, it's, I just believe this all. I've never heard anyone tell. You live according to your senses. And I'm not getting into all that, but there are voices, and you believe what you believe because you heard someone tell you something. It Maybe it was a grandmother or father or mother, son, daughter, best friend, co-worker, whoever, you're believing something. You better get in the Bible and you better begin to learn, start today to learn God's word as it is written in truth because only there by faith in his word as it's written in truth means concerning Christ and what he did at Calvary will he be able to effectually work in your life. 1 Thessalonians 2.13, Psalms 33 and 4, Romans 8.2. Let me give them to you again. Write them down. 1 Thessalonians 2 and 13. 1 Thessalonians 2 and 13, Psalms 33 and 4 says, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. God ain't working outside of truth, so you better learn the word of God in truth so your faith can be in the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, the Bible is truth, but how is it being presented to you? We can hold it outside of its context. And number three, Romans 8 and 2 tell us that the Holy Spirit, the law of the Spirit works within the perimeters. The Spirit of God works within the perimeters of a law. He's not just, you say, you can't put God in a box. No, you can't. God has limited himself to the place he works. It's called in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That means faith in the cross. So here we are. Paul says, that is, I need to explain. If I don't explain, then you'll take that and just run with it me, about me imparting some spiritual gift to you and, and you'll see all kind of nutty things in the church today because the church turned away from the cross long ago. Long ago. Long ago, we turned away from the cross. Even the early church is why the book of Galatians had to be written to them that we find in our Bible because they stopped believing in the cross and started trusting in the law again. And Paul told them in that day, and he's telling you and me today, that if we do that, Christ can no longer affect us or profit us because we fall from grace. We fall from the place God works in our lives. We need to know these things today. Oh, he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. We quote that, oh, with such a great a faith. And that's true. God will never leave you or he'll never forsake you. But he'll stop profiting you and affecting you if you move your faith from the cross alone. It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6, we can remove ourselves from the one that called us into the grace. Galatians chapter 5 verses 1 through 4, we can fall from grace. We can move ourselves from him. We can walk in a place where we're just pretending now. Christ is no longer profiting us. He's no longer affecting us because we've fallen from grace. And never forget, my friends, God's grace 
is God doing something for you you don't deserve to have done, you can't do yourself. That's what grace is. He saved you, he teaches you. It's God's grace, God doing that. Hallelujah. But it only happens through faith. Praise God. So he says, I long to see you that I might impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of me and you. Now see, I love to hear the word of God in its truth. I love to hear the word of God in its righteous context. You just heard it today. That the spiritual gift Paul wanted to impart would bring forth faith an agreement, a mutual faith. They could be comforted. And faith only comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hmm, think about that. And the word of God must be in righteous context. That means through Christ and what he did at Calvary because righteousness here is only revealed in the gospel. Romans 1, 16 and 17, and Proverbs 12, 17, we read earlier, he that speaks truth reveals the righteousness of God, shows forth the righteousness of God. Amen. Amen. Oh, this is good stuff today. I'm glad you're watching. I'm glad you've begun to tune in and find these teachings on YouTube. <clears throat> we need these, that our faith may be mutually comforted together, and it must be the faith of the Son of God that loved me and gave himself for me. Or it's not biblical faith that comes. You know what, it's, what it is if it's not faith that comes? It's flesh. It's either faith that comes and strengthens and moves me, or it's flesh that keeps moving me farther and farther away. I think I'm getting close to running out of time. I've got about four and a half minutes left. But My family and I were in a church a few years ago that we did men, and they still do not know the word as it is in truth. And We've been gone from that church for 15 years, over 15 years. And all the light that we've had shined for us in the scriptures by the truth revealed through the message of the cross. The farther along that we are, watch Paul said, by the, uh, For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end, to the end you may be established. See, there's no being established without faith in the cross because the Holy Spirit has to do the establishing work until the end, to the end. We came out of that church over 15 years ago. We've been being established ever since we came out of there. And I know none of them would agree with this, but we just have to pray for those people. We love them and we pray for them all the time. And I'm sure they're praying for us too, but to no avail because to be for your prayers to avail, you have to be in the faith. And if your faith is not in the cross alone, you're not in the faith. Therefore, your prayers, and let me tell you something, you can go through life and you say your prayers are being heard, God's answering your faith, your prayers and all this stuff. Remember, your mind is a powerful entity. And the devil can do things and all sorts of things can happen. And you can pretend that God did this and God did that. But you have to go back to scriptures. All God's works are done in truth. And the truth is a man named Jesus. And what the only thing that makes him your truth is his death on the cross. That's the only thing that makes him applicable into our lives initially or daily. Even as a child of God. The Holy Spirit does not just work in our lives regardless. If he's grieved through our faith being moved from the cross, 
into something else. That's it. There is fellowship. It's cut. It's cut. So over 15 years of being gone, we've 15 years further along of being established in this truth that comes by hearing. This faith, I'm sorry, that comes by hearing the truth. But I want to say this on the negative side of that. Even though we love those people and we pray for them, our hearts are grieved and burdened for them and we speak to them and we're friendly with them when we see them in public. But you know what? In all reality, they're 15 years farther away than they were when we left. Because you're not staying in one place. You're either being established or you're falling deeper and deeper into darkness. And I believe that some of those people are listening to this teaching. And you're going to have to let the Holy Spirit cut what's been holding you together there with those people. It's just relationships. They're unhealthy. They're ungodly. Even though you, you love each other, it can't be with a love that, work, that with a faith that works by love because if your faith is not in the cross alone, in the cross alone, then it's not a faith that works by love. So it's not a biblical love that's happening there. Think about that. Unhealthy relationships. Unhealthy. You can, you can die and go to hell because you wouldn't let go of a false doctrine your father believed. Don't let your father, what he believed, be responsible for making you believe what you believe. Just because you've been in a church for 25 years, don't boast of your 25-year unmovable place and like that is something. It is nothing in the eyes of God if it's not the truth coming forth in that place. That's 25 years of bondage and moving farther and farther away from true grace being able to function in your life. You can't sit down with me with your Bible and prove what I'm telling you is wrong, but I can show you many scriptures to prove and confirm what I've taught you today is right. But you're going to have to let go of what your faith has really been in, people and relationships to move out and to go on with Christ. I know the make-believe Christian thing is huge. And you can even feel things. You can even feel things because the devil is a great counterfeit. He can make you think you're in the middle of a move of God. And it will happen to you if you don't know the truth. The truth. You have to know the truth of God's word. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you. We're looking forward to continuing these teachings. For those of you who have ears to hear, stick with the truth. Cling to the cross. God will give you eyes to see the light of his word. Till next time, stay determined. God bless you.